G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Higher than Isaac, more exalted than Jacob, and more elevated than Moses. So that's what it says in the Midrash that this Messiah was going to be higher and loftier than everybody. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In our last program, we began learning about the person of Moses and how he had a remarkable relationship with God to the point where God spoke with him face to face the way friends speak with each other. All Jews revere Moses. He did, after all, bring about the absolute deliverance of the Hebrews from slavery in Egypt and saw them all safely into the promised land, even though he himself didn't enter. He led them through the wilderness for 40 years and was the spokesman for God to the people. It was through Moses that God gave the people his word. It was through Moses that the people learned about his standards and expectations and his love for them. Moses was the epitome of an excellent leader, even as he learned on the job, so to speak. Without question, Moses was a brilliant man. But is he more brilliant than Mashiach? And to whom should we be making our allegiance? That's what we're going to look at again today. Yeah, because out of all of the prophets, to the Jewish people, Moses is the absolute greatest. Mm. He is the most revered. And of course, they don't accept Jesus as Mashiach, so they certainly don't accept him as a prophet either. However, we did mention last time about that 14th century rabbi, Levi ben Gershon, and how he taught that the Mashiach would be Jewish Mm. and how he would actually take the God of Israel to the whole of the Gentile world and that the, the whole of the Gentile world would worship the God of Israel. Mm. And I know that there are some Muslim nations and Hindu nations and Buddhist nations and atheist nations that don't officially believe in the God of Israel, but there are individuals in all of those Mm. nations who worship the God of Israel. And of course, the only prophet, Mashiach, character entity from the Jewish community or people historically to have taken the God of Israel to the whole world is Jesus. He's the only one. So it's really good, actually, we can have a look at some other Jewish sages or wise men, rabbis, to see what they thought or believed about the prophet that Moses spoke of. But we probably need to hear what Moses said about him first, just again. Yeah, we read this in the last program, Deuteronomy 18, 15. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your countrymen. You shall listen to him. So he's saying it's got to be a Jew, Mm. has to be a Jew. All right, okay, so the Talmud, which we've mentioned before quite a few times, one of the most authoritative sacred writings of the Jewish people says this, all the prophets prophesied of the days of the Messiah. Okay, so if all of the prophets Mm. prophesied, that means that includes Moses prophesying about the Messiah. In the Midrash, It says this, it's a song of ascent. There's a bit of symbolism here, so just sort of bear with me. It says, I'll lift my eyes to the hills. Who are you, great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you had a plain. It is Messiah, the son of David. And why does he call him a great mountain? 
because he is greater than the fathers, as it was said in Isaiah 52, Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. Loftier than Abraham, higher than Isaac, more exalted than Jacob, and more elevated than Moses. Mm. So that's what it says in the Midrash, that this Messiah, the Mashiach, this mountain, was going to be higher and loftier than everybody mm. in the Bible, yeah. including Moses. So, I mean, I mean, it's he's quoting from Isaiah 52. Well, when I say he, I'm saying the Midrash is quoting from Isaiah 52. Now, I mentioned Dr. Itan Bar many times from the Ministry of One for Israel, upon which this research is based on his research. And he explains that the role of a prophet is instruction from God and his ways. And there's two primary ways that a prophet instructs the people. Number one, it's through a warning to the people. And number two, it's through giving detailed information about the future. So it's both instructive and predictive. Mm -hmm. So the, the first prophecies in Isaiah were actually dealing with immorality and Israel's corruption, in particular with the leadership of the Jewish people and the Jewish nation, because they were pretty rotten. Yeah. They, were, they were pretty corrupt. And so there was the warning. Mm -hmm. And then later you've got so many prophecies, probably more than any other prophet, and they all prophesied Messiah. But Isaiah in particular... He had so many prophecies about the Messiah and the future, and every one of those was fulfilled in, in Christ, and there are, there are more still to come. But the rules for prophets was really strict. Okay, You had to be, if you were a prophet, you were speaking for God, you were his mouthpiece. Mm. God didn't accept 99.9% .9 accuracy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know it sounds really harsh, and a lot of people mm. don't like that, but God says if you're going to open your mouth and say God said, then you better be 100% right, because if you don't, we're talking capital punishment, That's death right. penalty. Yeah. That's really serious. Yeah. So before you open your mouth and say, God said this or God said that, please be aware. God, if you're going to speak for God, you better be right. And I guess that adds additional weight to the fact that, you know, we're talking about Isaiah here. Isaiah is written into the Old Testament. So they obviously, the Jewish people believe that he was speaking yep. truth and that he wasn't, you know, that there wasn't 99.9% .9 of his prophecies coming true, but that everything he said would be coming Absolutely. true. Absolutely. And of course, Moses is in the same category. Like he yeah, was a he prophet is. and what he predicted to come into the future came true as well. And yes. I mean, the book of Deuteronomy is a great example of that he, there's a number of sermons that he gives basically through the yep. book of Deuteronomy, but he's predicting what's going to happen. So he's talking to the people of Israel saying, you're going to reject God. You're going to, you know, ask for a king. Like all these different things, yeah. and they're like going, "No, no, no, we won't do that. I we'll just know. worship God." <laughs> they, they just vowed, yeah. to keep God as their king. Yeah, but then, uh, really, everything that he said would happen. They went ahead and uh, fulfilled in the many years to come. Yeah, because if you like, if you read through, okay, Deuteronomy twenty-eight is the blessings and cursings. Mm -hmm. If you read through those, and then you read the old covenant. Everything Moses said yeah. would happen as a curse if they disobeyed God happened. Everything. Yeah. Moses was a 100% accurate prophet. Yeah. Absolutely. So therefore, when he prophesied about a, a Messiah, a prophet that would be like mm. him but greater, he was correct there as well. That's right. But Jesus was also a prophet. If we're comparing their lives... Uh, he warned the people about the consequences of rejecting him as well. He warned that the temple was going to be destroyed. He warned that in the future, not too far away, Jerusalem would be besieged. He said, when you see the city surrounded, get out of town, yeah. flee to the hills. He was right. He prophesied that the people would go into exile. He prophesied 
a judgment that would come on. He prophesied about false teachers that would come. Mm. Boy, oh boy, was he right on that score. He prophesied of his own execution. Yeah, that's right. He prophesied his own resurrection and the three days in the tomb. Mm -hmm. He he prophesied many things and he was absolutely accurate. And there's still more that are still yet to be fulfilled. But there's a big difference as well between Moses and Jesus. Like they both died and Moses was never seen again. God took his life on Mount Nebo. God buried him. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows where it was. They looked. They couldn't find. And never seen from again. Mm. Jesus was executed. He was buried. Ta-da! Three days later, he rises from the grave. Mm -hmm. Even though there was Roman centurions there guarding it, um, he still rose from the dead and was seen by hundreds of people, and they all watched him as he ascended into heaven. That's right. So there is a difference between the two of them in that respect. But when it comes to the accuracy of their prophetic ministries... 100% accuracy. Mm. Well, next time we're going to continue looking at this uh, character of Moses and list the reasons why Jesus is the prophet that Moses spoke about in Deuteronomy 18. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.